Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Talk Theory. I am Kiara Barnes, your host. Uh, I hope everyone's Thanksgiving break was nice, that you got time to relax, hopefully, um, got some food. Um, look, folks, this is one thing I will pat myself on the back for. I can cook. I can really cook. So I made sweet potato casserole, green bean casserole, stuffing, cornbread, cranberry sauce, and then... I decided to be a little extra, made white truffle mashed potatoes. Okay. Now, I will admit that the mashed potatoes could have been a little more fluffy, but that's okay. All things considered, I'd say it was a good turnout. Um, oh, and I forgot, I also made chocolate toffee cookies, which were delicious. <laughs> so good. I've been having such a sweet tooth lately. So good. I'm actually going to have... One or three of those after this. Um, All in all, folks, it was a success, I'd say. So I hope that you also had some some good food, some good chats. We are officially approaching December territory. I hope everyone's getting geared up for that, for Christmas, Christmas songs, decorations, and such. You know, I love Christmas. So, yeah. Okay. Folks, let's get into what we're talking about today. And we're going to go into the topic, the complexity, if you will, of overthinking. Now, everyone has been a victim of overthinking. It's very, very human of us. We're always thinking. We're always on. And it's said that on average per day, we get 60,000 thoughts and just a single day, which to be honest, sounds like a small amount. Like I feel like I get more than that, but that's the average. Now overthinking can affect many aspects of our lives, right? Work, relationships, decision-making, whatever. There's so much going on and we can end up talking ourselves out of our own abilities and what we know to be true. See, so my dad and I, we're talking about this, you know, the internal war of the mind, how you can end up fighting yourself all day long rather than just trusting your inner sense of knowing, your intuition, your, just that human nature, right? And the mind is really like an encyclopedia of information and it stores everything with the ability to have access to use it when we, when we need it. In a, in a time where we're not like trying to force something. Okay, so for example, when I was actively practicing my Spanish and had like my teacher, my reading books, my workbooks, <clears throat> it's like I was struggling way, way more. And now, because I'm a little more chill about when I want to study it, I just feel like I'm able to retain more of the information and speak with it with more ease and less anxiety and even my ability to understand it or decipher it has become 
so much better because my brain has the information. It's in there. But when I put all of this pressure on myself and like, oh, I got to do this at this time. And, um, you know, I need to know this much information by the end of the year. Babe, I can't access a single thing, information. It's so much harder for me to speak the language when I when I have that, right? Now, now my dad is going to be all yippee that I'm using this quote, and I don't want to because he loves to say it to me, but it is a good quote. <laughs> Hi, Father. Um, Mark Twain, it's a Mark Twain quote, and he said, um, it ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. And basically what he's saying here is that when we lock in on what we do know and keep that as Bible, we don't have any room to grow, discover, or adapt. You know, there's no space for change. So the idea is to learn, obtain knowledge, but at the same time, let it all go and be open to receive and and be in the present. And I'll tell you tell you this, okay? So the reason why in any of this is really coming up right now is we're the strikes are over right now and so we're getting back into um uh auditioning and stuff like that, right? For acting. And you know, I've been getting really good feedback and and stuff's been really good and but I still feel like sometimes I can get in my own head of overthinking stuff. Like, gosh, am I really locked in here? It's like I'm I'm such a student and I love what I do. So I'll read all the books. I'll, you know, be studying, have my teachers do this and that. And, you know, the one essential part with acting is that it's like, okay, you know, train, 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 have your technique, whatever it is. But when it's time to actually film something, call action, whatever it may be, you're supposed to let go of all of it, right? And it's really supposed to be used as like a handrail kind of situation so that if you're in one, so you're, you're even from the start, you have some kind of guidance of where you're going and then you can just like be in the moment and do what you feel, right? pulling from whatever might just come up and then also if like you're in a scene and you're like gosh I lost my footing this isn't feeling as authentic you have something to like immediately pull from and bring you back to the to the present that's really how it's supposed to go but you know sometimes you can get really locked in like what Mark Twain is saying here and you end up just like focusing on this one way or the technique that you end up losing the the beauty of the creation process of of being in the moment. And so, you know, I sometimes I can just overthink of like, gosh, am I doing this or am I doing that? And then I like you really like I look back at the stuff that I'm putting in and I'm getting great, great feedback. And it's like, I'm doing fine. You know, just just relax just be here be in the moment and what is yours will always find you you know it's it's something that you can't even explain or control and there might be things that you know I go out for but I don't get but the tape was so good or 
the connection that I had with the casting director is so good that I end up getting something else, right? So, you know, there's uh, there's endless possibilities, but it's so human of us to want to overthink everything, right? You know, it's our nature to overthink. Like I said before, having 60,000 thoughts a day on average, you know, by nature, we are problem solvers. We are deciphering information all day, whether that be through listening or reading or observing or writing, conversating. We are always in this place of discovery, which is a very beautiful thing. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it makes sense how overthinking can lead us down a path of worry and anxiety. Because depending on where you're focusing your energy and what you're feeding into the most that becomes the most that becomes the most active story for your brain to do a ton of thought and research on naturally but why this becomes tricky is if you don't monitor yourself and bring yourself back okay reel it in to a different way of thought or adjust your your thought pattern you'll create an ongoing feedback uh, just just an, a loop, really, and of thought. And I'm sure people can relate if you've ever had, you know, a panic attack or anxiety attack, and you did the work to take some steps back to see, you know, when, you, when you're able to calm yourself down, where the heck did that even come from? What, what started that? More likely the fact that you were feeding into a story that was not beneficial <laughs> for you, and you just kept it on replay for a little too long. And then it created a triggered reaction. So it goes from mental to emotional to physical really, really fast. Now, obviously, we know overthinking isn't good for the body, okay? It makes you tired, makes you sick, upset. It's not setting you up for much success, you know? So it's like, how can we create that balance and the peace and that peace of mind? So I'm reading this book called The Book of Five Rings, and it was written by this Japanese swordsman who was undefeated all his life and had all these abilities and strategies um, of, of just being the best. And a lot of this book has to do with his ability to not overthink <laughs> and just trust his mind and body with his training. And there's a specific quote I like of his, and it goes, if you keep your spirit correct from morning to night, accustomed to the idea of death and resolved on death and consider yourself as a dead body, you can pass through life with no possibility of failure and perform your office properly. Okay. If you keep your spirit correct from, from morning to night, accustomed to the idea of death and resolved on death and consider yourself as a dead body, you can pass through life with no possibility of failure and perform your office properly. So his thing before any battles or challenges was that he understood at some point he'll meet death and that's okay with him. You know, whether it be in the battle or just life, death is inevitable. And because of that, he wouldn't go into these battles with preconceived idea that he has to do anything in it particular way or specific way because he made peace with whatever the end result may be if it's death or success it doesn't really matter because either of these are are the end outcome right 
it, it, one of these are going to happen. And because of this, he was the most present and just listened to what his spirit would ultimately tell him to do in that current moment, believing in himself to just do. Okay, so it's not that he came underprepared. He would train in all different ways. And the book is about like training in in, in various different ways so that basically your brain, like we were saying earlier, has that encyclopedia of information. Um, So when it's time to take action and go, all he has to do is stay present and then he knows exactly what to do. Or he would be guided to maybe come at someone in a different way and he's just following the instinct of his body rather than like premeditating so much as much you know he he's just following following what feels right which is what i was talking about earlier of the spanish ordeal when there's no pressure and no expectation because i'm willing and okay to mess up and to succeed there really is no failure because to fail, you have to admit to something, right? I'll admit. But if you've already accepted any outcome for whether it be succeed or to fail, then there's really not really failure, you know, which is an interesting concept and gives so much freedom to not feel so bent out of shape all the time. And, you know, with that comes true peace when we're in the here and now because that's really what it is it's just like it's really not even about failure it's like to succeed or to grow you know you're gonna you're gonna learn either way and you don't fear it being anything because it's just a learning opportunity so now like the word failure doesn't even feel as extreme um or to mess up on something doesn't feel extreme because it's like so what so what? You know, they just take the power away. Um, I think continue to remind ourselves of this and to look at the bigger picture. Zooming out, we can take a nice deep breath. Okay, for the first time in a long while. <sighs> and anytime you can have, I don't know, that kind of introspection, the more relief you will definitely feel. So that's what I got for you today. More so some food for thought on overthinking and just how we can bring ourselves back down to reality, really, you know, not be so in our heads. The theory of the week is this. There is an art to overthinking. It's about finding the balance between contemplation and action. Okay, folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it a ton. Uh, if you haven't left a rating or review, I just want to like, cause we're close to Christmas, you know, you might as well leave me a little gift. I appreciate it so much. It helps boost the word of the show and helps it reach other audiences. Uh, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode every Monday. Also feel free to share this with friends, family, coworkers, And let me know what else you want to talk about. I love suggestions. I love hearing from you guys. Um, It's all very much appreciated. Okay. I shall see you next week. Kate, love you. Bye.